Hi folks, welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast where every Friday I take one of my stories, give it a look over, and share it with you. With that, go get that drink I know you want, find a comfortable place to sit, and let's get started. To start things off, looking out my window, it sure is a nice day. The sun is shining, or it was at the time I made this podcast, and another week is behind us. It seems the older I get, the faster time seems to fly by. And lately, with what is happening in the world today with this crazy virus that's going around, I have found that time seems to be moving even faster. The other thing I found with this virus is that a lot of folks are starting to look to other ways of doing things, like making their own food instead of going out, making their own bread, fixing things around the home where before they hired someone to do it, or simple things as mowing their grass every week. Heck, I even heard that some are even cleaning their own homes and cutting their own hair. Can you imagine that? Anyways, the important thing is that folks are looking after themselves, I suppose, which is a good thing. And which brings me up to the story that I've lined up for you today. Actually, it's somewhat related to what I just said, as it explains how folks made out years ago without all the modern technology of today. Oh, and if you hear a bit of slapping throughout the story today, don't pay it any mind. This is just me swatting mosquitoes. I'm not sure whether my computer is generating them blood-sucking parasites or what, but there seems to be an abundance of them in the house these days. Anyways, I hope you enjoy being rich. I have never forgotten my days living on the dairy farm with Laura and Red. They were the folks that adopted me and raised me up for a spell. Later on, I went back to live with my dad and had some great times with him too, though. I wrote a lot of stories about my old dad, and in the coming weeks I will share a few with you. The early days of my life were special. It was a time when everything was possible. Roads and places were yet to be explored and taken, and life experiences, well, they were waiting for me to seek them out. I can still hear Laura saying, George, every day is rewarding living on the farm. They are filled with things that will stay with you all the days of your life. You know, she was right too, as growing up on the farm was special, and I did learn about life, just that some ways were different than those that weren't raised on a farm. Some have said, George, in the, early, in the very early days, what did you have to be grateful for? As you sure didn't have any computers and televisions like today, nor did you have any movie theaters, places to eat out, cars or trucks to ride in, no tractors to do the work. Sure must have been something. I say, yep, it sure was. But to answer a few of your questions, we did have lots of things that held our interest. For one thing, when we were faced with nothing to do, which didn't happen that often with us young ones or older ones for that matter, we had imagination. We also had creative thinking to help us out when we were faced with hardships and things, which was taught to us by our elders through life or through life experiences. You could say, we, we learned to take pride in what we had and be content in what had been shared with us or given to us. We also had places that we learned things and seen things new. 
like the old hardware store in town. I should mention that we didn't get to town very often, but when we did, everything was looked at, examined, and re-examined. Nothing got past our venturing eyes, let me tell you, especially mine. Entering the store, the first place I headed for was the old keg of nails, which was a favorite spot of mine. I found that if you wanted to find out what was happening in and around town, this was a spot to be at, as it was where everyone congregated. Here I could sit and listen to people like old old Jake. He was our doctor in town. By chatting or listening to this feller, I was able to find out if any new folks moved to town, how many babies were born last winter, who was having a hard time, or for that matter, who were the newlyweds going to be come spring. Thinking about it, it seemed to me that at that time that a lot of folks got married in the spring. Laura said over breakfast one time, You can bet, Reds, a lot of new ones will be brought into this world come spring, being so cold this winter. She was right, too. Hmm, maybe that's how that song, Baby It's Cold Outside, came about. Another one of my most favorite places in the store was a soda cooler. I have to tell you, I couldn't wait to take a peek inside, as it seemed that every time we came to town, the owner would have new flavors for us young ones to try. With them shiny bottles sunk into the glistening chunks of ice, filled with all different colors, I have to tell you, they were sure a sight to see. If allowed to, I would have stood there looking at them for hours. But we all knew that the lid had to be opened and closed quickly so the ice didn't melt, especially on them hot summer days. Red seeing my big sorrowful eyes looking up at him, usually brought him around to where he would buy me a bottle. But I'm not sure, though, if it was the look that I gave him that got him to buy me one, or the thought that it would just keep me occupied while he went about his chatting to folks. Whatever the reason, I was happy just to have one. When the lid was open for me to choose one, if no one was watching, I just had to take a minute to look at all the different kinds. And then once I did make up my mind of what one I wanted, I would force myself to wait, savoring the flavor, so to speak. Then only when I couldn't stand it no longer would I, re would I remove the lid and take my first taste. I have to tell you, that first swallow was sure something to behold. You know, as tempting as it was to drink it all at once, I didn't. What I would do is take it in sips, enjoying each and every one. Sometimes I could make, a, make that bottle of soda last for a good hour or more, enjoying it as I wandered around the store. As I knew, another one wouldn't be had for at least a good month or so. The aromas of that store, though, were another part of what I learned while there, as at any given time walking around, the smells of molasses, leather, clothing, coal oil, and occasionally a, an occasional nip of candy would fill my mind with all kinds of wonders of what it would be like to own such things. Even though I knew I couldn't take them home with me, I did, however, know that right there and then, they were mine to enjoy as long as I was in the store. There were also a lot of times, while Reg or Laura was busy talking, that I was able to snoop around in the back of the store when no one hardly ever went. 
I found out real quick that there was lots to be learned back there. On one shelf, there was 50-pound bags of seeds, which the owner said he sold by the pound or bag, depending on what the customer wanted. These bags weren't all made from just burlap, though, not by no means. Some, like the flower bags I found, were made out of some really nice cotton with a variety of patterns and colors thrown in the boot. I have to say that a lot of women, including Laura, never let them go to waste once they were empty. Laura said it was like getting a gift after the fact. For a good number of years until he stopped making them, Laura made a lot of nice quilts and things out of them. Today, I'm sure they'd be worth a fortune. On other shelves, there was fertilizer, medicine, and even poisons that the owners told us young ones not to touch unless supervised by an adult. He not only told us, though, not to touch them, but he took the time to let us know what could happen if we ate or spilled some of them poisons and things on the floor. After learning what could happen, I have to tell you, I always kept my distance. Once I finished looking around, my soda bottle would be given back to the owner, as in doing so, I usually got a couple candy sticks for the empty. Hardly anything went to waste back then. Heading home after a day in town was nice, too, as I got to tell Laura and Reg all about the neat things I had seen and what I had learned about the goings-on in town. It seemed that one trip to town would keep us all talking around the kitchen table for a good month. Yes, there were times that our hard work and good fortunes failed us, but you know, no matter what occurred, be it good or bad, it seemed that something good always came out of it. You could say, we had everything that anyone ever could want, everything but money. Finally, I overheard Reg telling Laura one day about my young friend Jamie that lived up the road a ways. It was regarding a bit of trouble he had on his way home from town. What took place went something like this. Jamie was returning home from the market with a crate of chickens his father had entrusted to him, when all of a sudden the box fell and broke open. The chickens scurried off in every direction. Jamie, though, being the kind of boy he was, walked all over the darn countryside catching the wayward bird, returning them to the repaired crate. Hoping he had found them all, he reluctantly returned home, expecting the worst. Pa, the chickens got loose, the boy confessed sadly. But I managed to find twelve of them. Well, you did real good, son, his father said. You left with only seven. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com, in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time. Stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, 
the Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.